and welcome inside another episode of the Sherwood Parker Satyrs pregame show. I'm your host, Zach Marks, pleased to be joined, as always, by my partner, Dawson Patrician. And Dawson, Sherwood Park has enjoyed the last few days off, not playing almost a week since their last game, Wednesday, October 6th, in Lloydminster. And I think Crusaders fans are hoping that the, uh, the rest is going to help them because they did not have a pretty game against the Bobcats, the Border City. It was a tough, tough sledding for most of it. An 8-2 loss to the Bobcats, where former Crusaders, uh, a former Crusader, I should say, shined Tanner Fincarrick, three points in the game, two goals and an assist, and he helped take over this game in the second period. Uh, 2-1 after the first, Bodie Hagen scoring his first goal for Sherwood Park, uh, sandwiched in between a Fincarrick marker and which is 34 seconds before the end of the first, Ethan O'Coin gave the Bobcats the lead, and it was one that they would not give up as the next five goals were came off of Bobcat sticks before Zach Maxwell stemmed the bleeding a little bit late in the third period. By then, they were down 7-2, but not for lack of trying. 46 shots in this game for Sherwood Park. Goaltender Colby Thornton, who... In the pregame show for that game, I mentioned Sherwood Park may have the goaltending advantage because Colby Thornton had not had a great regular season to this point, but this was his breakout game. At least that's what the Bobcats are going to be hoping for. 44 saves in total through all three periods, including a first period where he turned aside 19 total shots from the Crusaders. So Sherwood Park not going to be necessarily upset with the shot totals, but the uh, end result of this game. And, and, you know, like you mentioned, the, the few days off that they've had, I'm sure much deserved and much appreciated for the Crusaders as they, you know, they, they didn't have a pretty game. They, they had a pretty rough schedule facing off uh, the two top teams in the showcase, but some, some positives still to take out of this game for the Crusaders, at least in my opinion, uh, you know, putting up, putting up 46 shots, a, a welcome change from the last couple of games. They haven't, they haven't been putting up too many in the shot column. Uh, and Crusaders forward Zach Maxwell also having himself a little bit of a run here, uh, putting up, I believe, seven points in his last few games. And, I mean, still, even though an 8-2 loss is not necessarily what you want from the team, and especially from, uh, you know, coaches Adam Mena and Jeff Wawitka, it's still, you know, this last few days, it's an opportunity to regroup and kind of get your feet back under you, hopefully get some get some rest and come back against this Grand Prairie team who they've beaten once before. They they know how they know how to play. And uh, unfortunately for the Crusaders, uh, that they're the only team that Grand Prairie has beat so far this season. So I mean it'll be an interesting one to watch for sure. Yeah, that win coming back on September 25th in Grand Prairie, a 6-5 win that saw Grand Prairie jump out to a 3-0 lead in that first period. You heard Adam Mana talk about that a little bit later on, saying, well, we did outscore them the rest of the way, 5-3 through the final 40, but those first 20 weren't good enough. But Short Park, as you mentioned, bounced back the next day, a 6-3 win where we saw goaltender Nolan McDowell get ejected for throwing a punch with the blocker hand. Now, it has since been, it's amazing how fast the season's going by, it has been six games since that suspension. So 
He is eligible to return to tonight's action against Sherwood Park, and we'll see how that ends up, what that ends up looking like as it's been tough sledding for this Grand Prairie group. Now, since McDowell was suspended, uh, most recently it's been Ty Marcinkowski getting the starts for the Storm. Uh, started Saturday night against Old, allowing six goals and then an empty netter happened in a 7-5 to loss. He actually played with Olds for a couple of seasons as well, did Marcinkowski, his biggest workload in 2019-20, where he finished with a dazzling record of 3-15-4 in 25 starts with a 5.09 goals against and an 8.76 save percentage, which is actually his career number as well. Uh, career goals against a 4.77. This season has been a little bit worse than that, a 5.36 goals against and an 8.43. So... Some tough sledding in net for Grand Prairie right now, but the return of Nolan McDowell could be a key. We could also see in Fadima, they are running with three goalies right now, or the Storm. And this is a team that is being carried, so to speak, by their veterans. Their top five scorers are all in their 20-year-old season, them being Edge Lambert, Zach Brooks, Ethan Strang, Nathan Beard, and Benjamin Keon. Sam Vincent coming in sixth with five points. He was acquired earlier on this season in the Cade Mason trade. I saw Mason go to uh, Spruce Grove, pardon me, for Sam Vincent and Keegan Law. So Grand Prairie, as you mentioned, the one win being against Sherwood Park. They get to play them coming out of the Thanksgiving break, so to speak, uh, for both these teams, neither having played since that, since their previous game so uh grand prairie coming in on a couple of days off sherwood park almost a week now but sherwood park has i'm not going to say been thrown back into the fire but they do have back-to-back games in different towns cities in alberta you got grand prairie tonight and then tomorrow you got white court we haven't we haven't seen in the regular season yet these two teams did uh face off against one another in september that's Oshawa Park get a 3-2 win as well as a 4-1 win later on in the preseason. So White Court has been powerful so far. However, a 6-3-0 record. And Cristiano Aiello having a spectacular 20-year-old season. 16 points in nine games, almost averaging two a game for the Wolverines. This is a team that Shrewa Park needs to beat if they want to keep pace in the North Division standings, even though it's only October. Yeah, and especially, I think, you know, if they do want to beat Whitecourt as well, getting off on the right foot against Grand Prairie is going to be huge because if you can't, if you can't beat the, the lower-seeded teams in your division or in the league in general, then you can't really expect to take that extra step against the better teams such as your Whitecourts, your Spruce Groves, your Brooks, you know, those, those kinds of teams. And, you know, especially in white court, not, not only Aiello having himself a season, Tyler, Tyler Mahan and Alex Dominique also having themselves pretty good seasons. So I think, I mean, for, for Crusaders fans, I would hope um, and almost expect that top line of uh, Mitchell Joss, Logan Howard and Carmelo Crandall to stick together, but as well, a line that had some success as uh, Adam Bennett said in the last pregame show, the uh, Jaron DeNoyers, Zach Maxwell, and Ashton McNelly. 
And that's, that's a lineup that I think brings a lot of energy to this group. And especially with that few days off, they can kind of get some of that back and hopefully kind of ignite the, the spark that this team did have in uh, over the showcase weekend, especially, and hopefully put up some points, but a big, um, at least in my opinion, a question mark that this team could have going into the, the next couple of days is the goaltending as you know, they, ha- they haven't had spectacular, uh, spectacular numbers so far this season. Merrick Pacioretty sporting an 885 save percentage and Gus Bylan having, uh, having an 878 save percentage. So it'll definitely be a defensive effort, or at least it should be in, uh, in Sherwood Park's name if they want to take these two games over, over the next couple of days. No doubt about that. Goaltending has been tough, to say the least, to start off this season. Now, you mentioned uh, Tyler Mahan, the captain of these Wolverines. He committed to the Rochester Institute of Technology, Div 1 program in the NCAA for next season. So he'll head south of the border for, to continue his career. That being said, Sherwood Park currently sitting second to last in the North Division standings, uh, up two points on Grand Prairie with a three and five record. That being said, they have played two less games than one to two less games than the rest of their division. Uh, Fort McMurray, Whitecourt, and Bonneville having played nine, the rest of the division having played 10. So Sherwood Park can capitalize on these two games kind of sort of in hand, so to speak. They can climb, they can jump the Bobcats who did just beat them to move to what I believe at the time was a four and five record. So, or a four and four record rather. Um, they have the capability to jump them and the game against White Court could be proved to be pretty big. White Court currently sitting in fourth and a win over Grand Prairie tonight and a win over White Court tomorrow will put Shua Park just a point back of fifth in the division with still some games in hand on the certain teams. They'll still have two in hand on the storm. They'll still have one in hand or pardon me. No, they'd be even with the white court Wolverines, but it's early to be looking at the standings, but you still have to keep an eye on them. Regardless, you can't get too lackadaisical with it. You have to be focused and situations like this back to back on the road. You need to stay. You have to keep your eye on the prize. You have to understand if you're losing to Grand Prairie tonight, don't do something to take you out of the game against White Court tomorrow night. That's what Show Park needs to understand. Put it all on the line to win these games. And the reward at the end of the White Court game, you finally get to come home for three in the middle of the month against these Wolverines, as well as Bonneville and Spruce Grove later on in the next few days. That being said, special teams has been a bit of a killer for Sherwood Park so far. Power play 13th in the Alberta Junior Hockey League, running at just 14.3%. And then the power, the penalty kill, which started off really strong, has dipped in form, currently running at 78%, which is good for 10th in the Alberta Junior Hockey League. So Short Park's got to find it. They actually have the worst home power play. Not that that has anything to do with today. or this evening's game pardon me 0 for 9 through their one home game against this or pardon me their two home games one of the showcase games I believe the one against Jerome Heller that they won does count as a home game in the official standings 
So even though they've only played one game at the Randy Rosen rink, they are still credited with having played two. So they'll return home on Saturday, October 16th to host these very same white court Wolverines that they will play on Wednesday night. But first, focus on Grand Prairie. It should be an interesting matchup. The first time they've seen each other since the Nolan McDowell incident. It'll be interesting to see if any love has been lost here between these two teams as they head into a uh, pretty big matchup early on in the season in the standings. And, you know, if, say, say McDowell does get the start against Sherwood Park, I think it'll be, um, it'll be an interesting thing to look out for, especially uh, if you are one uh, Josh Rule who did end up getting involved. Uh, her, who was the one that got involved, I should say, with McDowell? Uh, no idea what actually was said at that game, but I think those two will be uh, looking out for each other. And as well, I think Short Park could be kind of developing a new rival in the storm. No, absolutely. Every every team in the North Division plays a hard style of hockey. We've seen it for years. Fort McMurray and Sherwood Park had a very solid rivalry going a couple of years ago before it kind of petered out because Sherwood Park was so dominant. Obviously, we know about the Suburb Series. These two, Those two teams do not like each other. And Grand Prairie could end up being a similar story for Sherwood Park this season. We'll have to see how it goes. That being said, I do believe these will be the last. This will be the last time that they venture into Grand Prairie for a game this season, having played all three of their home away games against the divisional opponent. If I am correct, yeah, this will be the last time that they enter the Bonnets Energy Center this season. So that's a long road trip for Sherwood Park up to Grand Prairie approximately six hours of drive of, of a bus ride. So it probably for the best to get them out of the way early. And that's the one thing that if you're a Sherwood Park fan, you have to understand is less home games now means more home games down the road where the games are going to be a little bit more meaningful. That when you're into like the January's, the February's where you're going to want to be able to cheer your team on, that's when you want them at home. That being said, puck drop tonight from the Bonnets Energy Center, 7 o'clock against the Grand Prairie Storm on Hockey TV. And then the following day against the White Court Wolverines, that game at the Scott Safety Center, that's a 7.30 puck drop in White Court. That being said, unless you have anything else to add, Dawson? Um, I do not. I think, I think we hit on pretty much everything. Um, you know, it's definitely game, uh, two games to look out for a big, uh, big bump in Sherwood Park schedule. So if they can pull it out, that'll be a huge momentum boost for them going forward. No doubt about that. Carry forth into a homestand where they want to get as many points as they can at home at the Sherwood Park arena for my partner, Dawson Patrician. I'm Zach Marks. That'll do it for another episode of the Sherwood Park Crusaders pregame show. Keep your eye on Twitter and Instagram at SP Crusaders for all your in-game content, live tweeting these games, as well as YouTube at, on YouTube, pardon me, Crusaders TV on Facebook at Sherwood Park Crusaders. And right here on wherever you're listening to this podcast, Crusaders Radio. I'm Zach Marks, and we'll see you next time.